Hello and welcome to the Big Finish podcast. Didn't. Oh, oh, that's lovely. Hey! Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Paul Sprague has returned. Anyway, see, I'm not used to that. I don't know which way you're going to go with this now. Do we just start with the applause? Do you put the music in? Do you cue me? I don't know which way it's going well, to go. I'd like to say I'm trying to keep you on your toes, but the fact of the matter is I've no idea. Is that your phone or mine? It's, it's my phone. You better answer it. Is it it's an 0800 number. I bet oh, there's nothing no, useful. Don't. I've been getting those. Anyway, folks, my name's Nick Hello. Briggs, and we're the uh, Big Finish team. Um, uh, Big Finish, do you know about us? I'm sure you must do. We love stories, and we make great uh, forecast audio drama and audio books, and you yes, can buy okay. stuff um, on CD. Well, and download our audio productions. I can't believe he's still talking to someone. Well, they they said, can I talk to Mr. Sprague? Yeah. And, and I said, yes, and they hung up. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they needed to know. Yeah. I should do that more often with you. Hello, Paul. Is that you? Yes. Thanks. Uh, yes, our audio productions insulted. are based on much-loved TV series like Doctor Who, Dark Shadows, Blake Seven, Stargate and Highlander, as well as classic characters such as Sherlock Holmes, The Phantom of the Opera and Dorian Gray, plus original creations such as Graceless, it's girls, you know, and The Adventures of Bernie Summerfield. That's another girl. Mm. Anyway. It sounds all suspiciously like you've actually done some prep work. Not at all. I'm just reading it off the rep, the website. <laughs> I don't know what the website that, that is. That sounds significantly less like you've done some prep work <laughs> and far more normal. Yeah. Thank you. I'm not wearing my own teeth today. Uh, so, Paul, um, you know, I dare say that even though no one's actually expressed it, everyone has been missing you a lot. <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, I, I almost that. felt special for a fraction yeah. of a second there. <laughs> we, we think you're very special. Um, and for all of you out there who I know are containing, have been containing your horrible disappointment and longing for Paul, this, this will be a moment of great outpouring <laughs> I, looked at, I just looked at my desk and there's, there's some vegetarian gravy granules here you're saying that's what's going to be pouring out of people yeah that's why I made our uh, Chris, I made some made some gravy uh, for our Christmas meal that Jason Hay Gallery didn't like it was really nice I don't know what's the matter with him well yeah I don't what's the matter with him eh? so it's cool. all of this being looked after by people at the Ivy I think that's what that's it is that's what it is yeah <laughs> Just weird tastes, really. Now then, um, let us start by diving into the uh, emails box. <laughs> Let's all get in a box. I, I still want you to answer that question about getting William Shatner in. Why haven't you asked him? Oh, Shatner's bassoon. <laughs> I'll just ask him You know where Shatner's now. bassoon comes from, don't you? Um, I don't know. What's that? It's Charlie Brooker. No. No, it's Brass Eye. Oh, it's brass. Chris Morris that's thing. it, yes. When, when they're talking about the, the made-up drug cake, yes. and they say that it affects the part of the brain known as Shatner's pursuit. I remember that now. <laughs> <laughs> if only we could quote more of that sketch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's something about Joss Ackland that we simply can't <clears throat> say. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> yes. Um, Hit me. Well, for, OK, uh, Owen in Galway oh, yes. says... Just that's enough. Qu- <laughs> I've heard enough. <laughs> says, just a quick note to say how much I've been enjoying the 8th Doctor stories that have been airing these past couple of weeks on BBC Radio 4 Extra. Oh, I'm writing this a few hours before To The Death airs, hoping oh, that Lucy gets the send-off she deserves. I hope you're all right now. <laughs> I wonder if you're one of those people who contacted me on Twitter to say, you've made me cry! <laughs> 
because she really is a brilliant companion. Well done to all involved in making that series. I realise it's over two years ago now, but still, better late than never. Well, that's the good thing about um, having these on Radio 4 Extra, although I would urge you to buy the CD as well. <laughs> for no good reason. P.S. Nick, I understand you've written a Dalek book for BBC Books. Yes. I was wondering if you're in a position to confirm or deny that you'll be reading it under a microphone for a future audio release. I know you read Prisoner of the Daleks, which remains one of my favourite new series novels in oh, audio form, as well as a few 11th Doctor stories. In fact, I do believe you're the only narrator to read stories for all three new series Doctors. You're a great narrator, oh. and I'd love to hear another Dalek tale for the 11th Doctor. You may be right. I certainly have done. I've done Chris Eccleston, David Tennant and Matt Smith one. Yeah. You can hear my ropey impersonations. <laughs> <laughs> Don't see them now. And, uh, and I can, know, I can rate whether we should just employ you to do any future 9th, 10th or 11th Doctor audios we might oh, yeah, do. Yeah, that we've suddenly found a cheap way round. I'll just, just do my really bad Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> anyway. I'd like to hear that for an hour. Yeah, yeah. That, was, just that wasn't representative. I just want to add. <laughs> Um, do you know, I am not in a position to confirm or deny, not out of any secrecy, but no one has mentioned it to me. I know Justin Richards, the editor of the Doctor Who Book Range, did say to me, oh, you might end up being the only uh, author of an original Doctor Who novel who's actually narrated his own audiobook. Because um, I know Chris Bidme did um, one of his adaptations. Um, but uh, but that's all that's been said. No, no one's actually... Apparently... Uh, People know there will be an audio book. That's that's actually more than I've been told, <laughs> and and I, I would be interested in doing it. It sort of makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway, I think it's crossed. Okay, I'll go and do it now. It's got it's got Daleks in it. I mean, surely you got to do that bit. If nothing. Well, else. exactly. That would be the bizarre thing <laughs> if I just did the Daleks and they got um, Matt Smith to read the rest of it or something. Yeah. <laughs> Mind but, you, but he has is, a lot to is say. Is his doctor so. voice better than yours? Well, he is the Doctor, so... Yeah, but it, but it's, it's his <laughs> version of his voice better than your yeah, version I, of his I voice? Yeah, I think he marginally right. is better than okay. my version Close of him. Close one thing. I think, I think Matt Smith <laughs> is marginally better at doing Matt Smith than I am. <laughs> Hold on, I mean a lot better. Yeah. You surprise me. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> gravy. Is that how you're going to punctuate the gap? Yeah. <laughs> Between each uh, email. gravy granules, God, or, if or any could smell them, air. it's really, it's really. Ooh, I've activated the gravy smell. Anyway, <laughs> well, thank you, Owen. Do you want another one? Go on then. Tony Jones says, "Dear podcasters, I wanted to be one of no doubt many people expressing their excitement at the news of the 50th anniversary special story. Ooh, yes, I would particularly yes, like to thank yes. you for." And then he's put in some bullet points, which is quite exciting. Oh, this is all rather formal. Oh, no. Should I get the whiteboard out? Yeah, go on. <laughs> Making it a special two-disc story and not a massive Evan Eleven release adventure spanning the year and overshadowing the main range and companion chronicles. And offering a cheaper release for those who have the revenants and want to save some money for other releases. Yeah. Big Finish could have just cynically exploited fans in this anniversary year, and I'm glad the focus is still on quality, not quantity. The miniseries of Companion Chronicles is also interesting, and I hope we hear more soon. Congratulations on what I'm confident will be one of the releases of 2013. Well, let's hope so. I go into the studio with the lights at the end on Monday, so when you hear this, I will have already recorded most if not all of it wow it's quite uh, quite quite a quite a feat I've not have even... you seen my feet oh yeah they're lovely they are, they're quite <laughs> <laughs> he, he was joking he's never seen my feet I think I have have you yeah what you mean in shoes yes nah 
You see, that's not. Is there a whole exciting feet based world? No, there isn't. Been it, just, on? <laughs> it just sort of sounds like we sit at the office taking our socks off and go, cop a load of these. <laughs> Look at me wiggling my toes. It's exciting. No, it's weird. Oh, by the by the way, um, I, I wanted to point out that you and David didn't know what Hogswatch was, and I know that it's from Terry Pratchett's books. It's from Hogfather. I wonder why they assumed I'd know anything about Terry Pratchett. Because you're a nerd. You're meant to have read these things. What's the matter with you? No. I have I've introduced some Terry Pratchett stuff on Radio 4 Extra. I've said, and now, based on Terry Pratchett's hilarious novel, things like oh, that. Well, there you go. I've proofread a reissue of Terry Pratchett's The Colour of Magic. See, that's how exciting and, and my life is. I've to some been. of the adaptations. Oh, yes, you, I know your life is very exciting. I'd like <laughs> to actually uh, let our listeners know about your lovely calendar on your desk. I sat at your desk the other day when, well, you, when you weren't here, <laughs> and um, and it's a lovely thing that did did Nat do that for you? Yeah. Oh, Paul's girlfriend has done a calendar that has, and it's all properly printed and everything, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, she, admittedly, she she supplied the photos well, and they printed the calendar, yeah. but yeah. they didn't find them randomly on the internet. It's photographs <laughs> of you and Nat. Yeah. On every yeah, Ooh. there's one, there's at least two that you can't read out. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's at least there's at least two that, that frankly are just pictures of me. I'm not entirely sure how much I need a picture of just me to stare at for the just duration. Just in case you're having trouble remembering who you are, you just look down yeah. to see what day of the week it is. And you think, oh, that's me. <laughs> Plus, also in most cases, I took most of these photos, so I'm quite familiar with them. Yeah. I particularly like this picture in November of me uh, having a chat with a horse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, the caption reads, "My only friend." <laughs> Yes, thank you. That's it. <laughs> I know it was. It's it's very nice. I got lots of very nice presents for Christmas. We haven't even discussed Christmas. No, it's the first true. time I've been back. How it's was a your long Christmas? time ago. It was all right. Yeah, I got lots and lots of. I was presents. writing a novel. Oh, <laughs> that old nonsense. <laughs> I know. Well, you, oh, so you've read it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yes, I'm encouraging sales here, aren't I? That old nonsense by Nick Briggs. <laughs> Perhaps that'll be the title of my next novel if they ever ask me to do another one. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, what do we want to say? We want to say a few big finishy things. Um, uh, people have been asking about, you know, when things are being released and uh, does that mean my CD is going to be landing on the doorstep today or, or whatever? And um, our advice would be to keep a lookout on our news page, on the homepage, the news section. I don't know how many of you look at that. It's just that we get an awful lot of inquiries, people asking us stuff that we have actually announced. So it's always not that not we're saying not that we're saying don't write in. I'm just saying that you know if first port of call for anything about Big Finish should be our, our news page, where as you can see there are one, two, three, four active news items. But if you press the news thing in the top. Um, menu bar you, you get you get all our news stories so you can you know have a good look at them all so i mentioned that is that all right yeah seems quite reasonable yeah. thing is i mean we we announced that something's released and it's available on download immediately and then the cds start going out that day the right. keyword there being start in the you know depending on how many <clears throat> copies of each cd have to go out so it may take more than one day for sales to actually get everything shipped and sent. exactly I mean, I mean we're, we're up to date at the moment, aren't we? That's yes. the thing. But I mean, also our, our times tend to vary. If we've just had a sale, then sales are likely to be overloaded with getting those out. So some things can take a little bit yes. longer. 
I mean, I would add that, you know, we're, we are not a huge multinational company. We're I not mean, Amazon. No, that, that's basically it. So our mail order department is quite small and it's quite susceptible to different pressures of, of, um, of sales and, and what have you. They do an excellent job, but, uh, uh, but, you know, when we're being at this stage of development, it's not always, you would think, wouldn't you, Oh, just employ loads more people. But the trouble is you have to make sure that the demand um, will sustain that level of staff. So there's there's always a tricky point when you're sort of upgrading your organization and hopefully getting more sales. And we've, you know, with our recent sales over Christmas, we, you know, a lot of orders have come in. There's that moment where you have to work out how practical it is to spend more money because you may have a period of lower demand afterwards and then you'll have people sitting around twiddling their thumbs so it's quite a difficult equation for us to work out so just bear that in mind you know we say uh, it can take up to 28 days in the UK for you to receive something you will more often than not get it much much sooner than that yeah. but but really it, indeed most of the overseas orders 28 as well days. most of the overseas orders tend to turn up within that time frame still yes i think i think it's sort of somewhere between 2 to 3 weeks to get get stuff out to america i think is about average um, australia can sometimes be a bit more but i know that we've had problems not necessarily at our end but with deliveries in australia over the last I don't know, last possibly year, I think, that quite a few people have reported in from Australia that things have taken yes. a long time to yes. arrive. The, the, the trouble as well with overseas, of course, is that we're sending stuff in our postal service and then it goes into another postal service and we really have no control over how good, bad or indifferent that postal service is. So we're at the mercy of them a bit. But I just want to stress, we're not saying don't contact us. Just, uh, uh, you know... Uh, if you could be a little bit patient and, and realise that, you know, it's not going to turn up in two days flat. It may do, but yeah. that that is, we can't guarantee that because of the limited resources available to us. But as, as many of our regular customers would know, we, you know, we do, we've got a pretty good track record. Um, and, and apologies for any of you who've had any trouble in the past. We usually try to make amends with, with something nice for you if there's been an awful, awful problem. Yeah. I sounded like I was breaking down and crying then. It's just the fact that I've just, oh my goodness. Uh, it's just I've had a terrible cold and I'm just over it. Man flu. That's I, I also wanted to say apologies for those people who've not had um, a reply back to their inquiries. Um, I got a bit behind with stuff over Christmas and New Year, mainly because I wanted to take a few days of not replying to inquiries <gasps> over Christmas and the New Year. I know, Outrageous. it's amazing. Yeah, but unfortunately for all your family, you did... <laughs> You did actually spend quite a lot of time doing it when you probably should have just been enjoying Christmas. Well, possibly. And I did do some more of it last weekend when I was celebrating Janumus with uh, with, with my mum and various other members of my family. Jan Janumus. 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 Is that well, a new my, thing you invented? My mum decided that, uh, that because she'd inconsiderately moved down to Devon, literally miles away Warning, from the rest of her family. you may not find this interesting. Yes, carry on. <laughs> literally miles away from all of us, um, she decided that she would have Christmas late. Yes. Uh, and in the middle of January. So me and uh, my girlfriend and my brother and his girlfriend and my stepbrother and his wife all Warning, went down to you Devon. you may not find this interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it, really. Oh, thank La you. Last I've noted it all weekend. down. Yes. Well, so maybe know. it'll happen every year. Maybe there'll be a Janumus every year. Well, we can only look forward to that. Um <laughs> There's also an issue, we had our, our website server changed over and so there was a little bit of a problem Paul had in that a load of old inquiries emails were loaded into his current inquiries 
mailbox. So Which it was, was lovely and yeah. neat up until yeah, that point. Yeah. <laughs> so it suddenly became a little bit difficult for him to work out which were the new ones and which were the old ones. But he, he has sorted it out now, but it was... Your beautifully organised system fell apart through no fault of your own. Yes. That's about the best way of saying it, because Paul is ridiculously organised. But I, I was just he going to say... He has the tidiest desk. <laughs> but I was just going to say, if there are people who still haven't had a reply, if it's an urgent thing, if you've not, you know, if you've lost a CD somewhere along the line, then do drop me another line uh, if you've not heard anything, because I shall get to it as quickly as I possibly can. I, I'm keeping up to th- with things as they're coming in while still trying to catch up with the old stuff, so if you send something in again then I will pick it up quicker that's to inquiries at bigfinish.com and now some more emails sent to podcast at bigfinish.com happy new year to the BF posse says Gareth McLean oh Gareth McLean yeah hello Gareth (laughs) he's he's written at the bottom pronounced McLean just in case you you oh oh pronounced McLean yeah Oh. Just wanted to drop you a line to say keep up the excellent work. The podcasts have, have gone from strength to strength. Really? Despite this one's pretty poor. <laughs> Despite being an avid listener in the past, I stopped tuning in for several reasons about oh. a year ago and I've only recently got back into them and the stride hitting quality is really evident. What are the several reasons? That sounds know. like we'll we did get, something awful. We'll have to know. get him to write in again. Too much mention of crisps. <laughs> The unit family of Spraggers, Nick and David, clearly enjoy a close-knit personal and working relationship. No, just working. The warmth and affection you feel for each other, even if you don't like to admit it, as you didn't just then, Nick. Yeah. yeah. As well as the love you have for the pieces you're creating permeates every sound wave, making them one of the most enjoyable and friendly podcasts out there. I feel like I'm down the pub with a bunch of like-minded mates. Don't ever stop producing them. They're fantastic and easily one of the best outputs Big Finish creates. We'll do our best never to stop. I don't know what I do. I mean, Dave, did you hear on the last podcast, David said, I had some time off at Christmas and I got depressed. <laughs> did he? Yeah. I get depressed if I stop working. He's going to hate me for that that's, impersonation, but luckily he never that's, listens. That's just weird. Mm. I was I was quite happy that, that I did take a couple of days not doing any work over Christmas. Well Although done. admittedly I was sat there thinking, oh yeah, but that, there'll be more messages than things. I See. really should deal with it. <laughs> I do. Whenever I stop working, I just find myself writing a storyline yes. on the wall in it's blood. Tricky, isn't it? Um, as for the rest of that eight, but while financial constraints prevent me from purchasing everything I want, but two of your biggest strengths as a company are the sheer volume of work, something to suit everyone's tastes, and enough to keep appetites satiated. Oh, and well done on securing Blake Seven, by the way. And your, and your marketing strategy, your willingness to regularly release free excerpts of upcoming releases, sometimes even the full first episode, yeah, and run what must be barely cost-price promotions despite being a tiny company in an untoo-friendly economic climate, is highly laudable and great news for those of us on a limited budget. Your recent 12 days of Christmas promotion is one of the best yet, and I spent less than a tenner on securing some truly cracking pieces of drama that are as good if not better than anything The Beeb or even most theatres are putting out there for a fraction of the cost. Stunning. Oh, well, thank you very much. That was our attempt to get some more people to come and look at the Big Finish website, frankly. <laughs> yeah, we won't be doing that all the time, but um, thank you for all of you who supported the 12 Days of Christmas sale. That was the brainchild of, of Chris Griffin. No, you're going to say it was your idea now, aren't you? No, it's no, not. Chris Griffin, our marketing Chris. gnu. Yeah. And he's full of bright ideas like that. He is your friend. He, he lets you have things cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was nice. Thank you all. 
Yes, more to the point as well, actually. Uh, he handled it all over the Christmas period. He so did. I mean, you helped out. Yeah, there's an awful lot of sort of website engineering to go on to make this sale work of changing prices and mm. do very clever stuff. <laughs> well, it is. I couldn't do it. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean it's clever, though, does it? No. no. I, I took over doing it after my birthday, but I refused to do it before then. But, yeah, I, I did it. I did it after that. But Chris had handled most of it by that point. Well, did I start in the new year? Anyway, yes, I, I, I tackled some of it and Chris did most of it. Oh, okay. The thing that got me, actually, was that Chris was doing all of the sort of external marketing as well because he was doing all of the Facebook promotions and promoting it in posts and going to Gallifrey Base and putting up notices about it and tweeting it and setting up tweets to come out at regular intervals and these, all these little things that I never have considered doing and which frankly came as a bit of a shock when I took over doing it and thought you've been doing what because <laughs> there was loads of it yeah I know he does love all that and we are very blessed with Chris he is brilliant yeah absolutely and, brilliant. and really effective as well it just worked like a charm yeah he is a charm uh, Peter Wood says, At the end of last month, I was delighted to hear I'd won a runner-up prize in the podcast competition, but alas, my CD has not yet arrived. I was just wondering what might have happened to it. Can I just say how much I'm looking forward to Big Finish's output for 2013? I was very pleased to see Nick Briggs' mention of Frankenstein in Vortex. The light at the end sounds beyond exciting, and the main range is shaping up brilliantly. All in all, can't wait. P.S. Nick Briggs knows his Midlands geography. Beeston is indeed near Nottingham. Hey! I've just had a tweet from someone called James Peaty, who I said, I'm doing a Big Finish podcast. Anyone want to contribute? Tweet me. <laughs> and he's just said, oh, go on. That's what he said. <laughs> Thank you for your contribution, James. Anyone else? I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to your contribution. This isn't live, of course. Look, looking forward. I'm looking for- forward. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, listen, is it time for... Well, I, I just wanted to explain why a CD hasn't arrived. Oh, OK. No, sorry. I wasn't it's... listening. <laughs> I was tweeting. Sorry, po- uh, P- Peter, was it? It was uh, Peter Wood, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Peter. The, the answer is I haven't sent it yet. Because... <sighs> Because well, we, thank did the, goodness. we did that the podcast very... just before Christmas, didn't we? And, yeah. I, and I wasn't really here. <laughs> so oh, what, what did he select, did he say? Um, I think he wanted the five companions. Well, but, why uh, not? There are also the script fronts as well, that, oh, yes. uh, all of which need, need to be posted out, which, which I will do very, yeah. very imminently. But okay. I keep getting a load of urgent things to deal with simultaneously. Anyway, um, I've had two more uh, uh, responses. One is that BBC Sherlock DE has just retweeted me saying that. Point, right. Pointless, but thanks. <laughs> and another one, uh, someone called K Doctor Who News, Casturbarus. Yeah, oh, yeah, them. They just said naturally. Have I not phrased this? <laughs> I kind of want them to say something. Um, Danny Francine David, Doctor Who Swarley, says, when I'm still awake because it's nearly 11pm where I am, me, <laughs> I am me, can this be the podcast art, please? Oh, there's a picture here from, from Daniel Tostevin. <laughs> Is the answer to that question no? Yeah, it's a, <laughs> we were on Kensal Green Station. Dan works for Doctor Who magazine, so he often comes to the studio. We were on Kensal Green Station going home, and it's me pulling a really... Stupid expression. I think it could be actually, couldn't it? We, we could we've got enough of those it. pictures already, haven't we? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, what? Who's written in, or are you uh, just uh, still uh, going Ca- through? Cassie tweets? Park says, "I think you should have a shout out as I'm currently writing a big Finnish study essay for my media class." Mm. Cassie Park's Twitter name is Jam Rolls. <laughs> 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 Moving swiftly on. 
That's all I have to say. Oh, there's another. This could actually go on forever now. This is the last time you get Twitter involved in this yeah. podcast. Yeah, Rod, Rod Henderson says, really excited for your 50th Aniv release. Sounds like the biggest story ever. Also, love the sound of... Oh, that's <laughs> your, it. he's run out of voice. Words. Yeah. My voice. Anyone's voice. Just someone, voices. Someone called Splendid Chap says, do I have to take my pants off? I still yes. don't understand why podcasters ask you to do that. I have never asked anyone to take their pants off. I think we should start. If, if this person's from America, that's not as rude as it sounds because they mean trousers when they I, say pants. Either way, I think anyone listening to this podcast should now take their pants off. No! <laughs> Stop it, please. Have have gravy instead. <laughs> um, did you... Shall I... Oh, the interactions keep coming. Oh, what, I've set... A, it's a monster's on the loose now. Treasure Island. Oh, yes. He likes the sound of Treasure Island, Rod Henderson. Mm. Sounds from the trailer like it really captures the feel of the text. Barnaby Edwards has done the most amazing job on Treasure Island. Here's the trailer. Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson. I've seen some dreadful things in my time on this earth. A map. Not just any map, Jim. A treasure map. I've lived my life among some of the wickedest men that God ever allowed upon the sea. Take my arm and help me. Oh, boy. Take me in straight, or I'll break your arm! Come now, march! And it's for the worst of them, as I want you to keep your weather eye open. Heard of him? He was the bloodthirstiest buccaneer that sailed. You must keep watch, Master Hawkins, for a seafaring man with one leg. I... I'm looking for a Long John Silver. Such is my name, to be sure. And who may you be? Hawkins, sir. Jim Hawkins. Raise the anchor. Raise anchor! We were off. The Hispaniola had begun her voyage to the Isle of Treasure. I don't like this cruise. I don't like the men, and I don't like my officer. Yeah, that's short and sweet. Possibly, sir, you may not like your employer. This bird may be 200, 300 years old, Hawkins, at least. And if anyone's seen more wickedness, it must be the devil himself. <laughs> You've had a merry time of it, Jim. But dead men don't bite. As the saying goes. One more step, Mr. Hans, and I'll blow your brains out. What in Hades? Cannonball, sir. Mr. Hans seems to be improving his aim. Flint's treasure. Fifteen men on the dead man's chest. We've split upon Jim Hawkins. Cut his throat. How many, Doctor? Three. Two close together, one farther west. Seven from the north. Make that six. Laugh by thunder, laugh. But before an hour's out, you'll laugh on the other side. And them that dies will be the lucky one. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. Um, did you want to read another one out, or should we do the competition? 
Well, there's there's one more that I was okay. just going to read out that said uh, says uh, I saw the news item about Gallifrey Five on the website. I'm curious where that photo of Leela came from. I don't remember seeing this in any of the release material showing Leela. For example, she's wearing a necklace. So maybe this came from some other PR material that Louise had from from around the same time. By the way, it's a stunning cover. It looks great, says Jim Hall. Well, I you know, I. It's, it's a picture of Leela. It's probably from our selection of pictures of Leela. If she's got a necklace, it may be that an artist has put a necklace on. Hey. Yes, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yes, I, I didn't. It didn't strike me as being particularly unusual. But I don't know. Maybe we've maybe we've accidentally stumbled upon a, a little-known picture of Leela, which is quite quite impressive after all the all the years of releasing Leela-based stories. Yes, maybe they've done something really clever. Who maybe, knows? Maybe. Um, Steve Bugdale is uh, an old Big Finish actor and he's tweeted me to say it, uh, to advertise himself so I look I want to know what he obviously did it before I became executive producer <laughs> what tweeted you <sighs> yeah obviously he was ahead of the game wasn't he <laughs> oh hold on well he seems to be in um, he seems to have been in her final flight <laughs> yeah Steve, yeah he played the agent in the, the, her final flight and um he was also in The Heart's Desire, I think. Is that right? Yeah. He played Baron mm. in The Heart. That's how good our website is. You can just find stuff out like that. Thanks for getting in, in touch, Steve. Um, I'm, I'm not familiar with your work. I should become familiar with it. Anyway, is it time for a competition? Yeah, go on, do it. Competition time. <laughs> favourite music will now be playing. Hooray! And Joe Lidster will be switching off the podcast. <laughs> Joe Lidster, producer of Dark Shadows, writer extraordinaire, hates our competition music. What we're giving away as prizes <clears throat> this month are some script fronts signed by the cast. First up, Night of the Stormcrow, signed by Tom Baker, Chase Masterson, Anne Bell, Jonathan Forbes, and you know you don't Mandy have to Simmons. read the signatures, so you can just read the names <laughs> that are right next to them in normal type. <laughs> How bizarre that I was doing that. Anyway, uh, I played the helicopter fool. pilot. I think I better sign that as well. Okay. Um, also, one thousand and one nights signed by Peter Davison, Sarah Sutton, Alexander Siddig, uh, Nadim Sawala. Nadim Sawala. Yeah, Nadim Sawala. Thank you. I'm an ignorant fool. And lots of people. Um, I, I got them to sign that because that's the one I was in studio for. <laughs> and also, um, uh, Jago and Lightfoot Series 3, Dead Men's Tales, uh, Dead Men's Feet. Dead, oh, no, sorry. Uh, the Man at the End of the Garden, The Man at the End of the Road, no, Chronoclasm or Chronoclasm, Swan Song. And badges. I like when you've clearly done, done a bit of uh, advanced research before these items. Yeah. <laughs> um, so those are the ones we're giving away. So there'll be three winners. Someone will win Jago and Lightfoot. Uh, someone will win 1001 Nights. And someone will win Night of the Storm Crow. The question is In Night of the Storm Crow, Jonathan Forbes plays Trevor Gable. But what? Paul McGann release did Jonathan Forbes also feature in? <laughs> yeah. So that's the question. Please send the answer to podcast at bigfinish.com. And the closing date for that competition 
will be. You're trying to multitask again because yeah. it clearly doesn't work, does it? No, no. I can always uh, correct it with editing. Uh, will be uh, Thursday, the 28th of February. Ooh. So move quickly, folks. I have one new tweet coming. Always happy to help, says J- Tony Johnston. Johnston. To, to help in what he hasn't helped at all. I should have been clear. That's not I? help, said, is said, it? Contribute. What you know? Well, contribute then, and they're all going yes, please, and not actually contributing anything. Yeah, thank you very much. Am I about to get fifteen emails all with little MP3 attachments from people sending in clips for this? I podcast? hope so. It's just it's weird, isn't it? It's like sort of you know falling into an A and E department. It's exactly like this. Obviously, it's a perfect analogy. Yeah. Go, and going help me, and them going yes. <laughs> but not actually doing anything. Yeah, as oh, you see, now, to now I'm getting flashbacks to that uh, Matt Berry pilot with him saying yes over and over and over yes! again. Yes, <laughs> yes. That was very good, actually. <laughs> Never picked up for a series. Yeah. Genius a, in our time. It's a shame, isn't it? Um, Toast it, of London. Yes, his name was Toast, wasn't it? That was yeah. the joke. Yeah. Uh, now, um, you know, just named him that so he could have that stupid title. Not, not remotely <laughs> contrived. I still want Matt Berry's voice. I don't know where I can get it from. But yes, I, I you can get it, it from Alex Mallinson. He yeah. does a good Matt Berry. Um, now then, anything else to say? It's nearly time to go. Uh, well, there, there's one more email that's got uh, a couple of questions in that you may or may not be able to answer. Okay. Um, Marios Assos Gravy says, is my answer. Says, Thank you for an amazing 2012 with the box sets and an amazing Jago and Lightfoot Series 4 with a huge surprise. I loved it. I hope there will be more surprises along the way in 2013. Will there be any more stories featuring Maggie Stables as the wonderful Evelyn? Will Rain Creevy and Flip return? They are both brilliant, and I miss Evelyn's adventures with the sixth. Just to say, I look forward to what's coming for the Doctors in all the ranges, and do hope there will be more box sets. Keep up the good work, and I cannot wait for more. You're all amazing. Uh, Rain Creevy was one. Yes. Was about. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. <clears throat> Uh, Maggie Stables, I'm afraid that Maggie's been rather ill for quite some time, so um, there, there's not much... I, I am keeping in touch with her, so we'll let you know about that. But, uh, no, poor Maggie's been a, rather poorly, so that's why she's been absent from the Sixth Doctor for a while. We send her our best wishes. The likelihood of her wanting to listen to a Big Fish finish, Big Fish, Big Finish podcast is quite slim, but anyway, I'm sending out positive vibes to her. And Flip... And Flip, uh, yes, there's every likelihood of Flip. Uh, she she calls me Dalek Face on Twitter. Oi, Dalek <laughs> Face, are you bullying me? She says. Uh, in fact, I just got a direct message from her saying, Howdy, <laughs> how about the 28th? I'm busy directing the light at the end on the 28th, but maybe, maybe we'll see her on another day next week to discuss future plans. She's a lovely girl and a great actress. And we had a fantastic time with her in Chicago last yeah, November. Yeah, she was brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. A right laugh. And, yeah. and just a really nice person. Mm. A lovely human being. In spite of the fact that she calls me Dalek face. <laughs> <laughs> she makes me laugh. Well, the other thing I suppose about this is the fact that they're Sixth Doctor companions. And when the Sixth Doctor has so many companions that while you're trying to cycle through them all, it takes years. <laughs> That's the only downside. That's true. That is very true. Yeah, we should do something about that. I don't know what, but anyway. <laughs> okay, uh, anything else from you? No, I think I'm all done, apart from to say, uh, it, and if you've got any more questions or emails and things, just send them to podcast at bigfinish.com. And please do send sound files, if you like, if you're doing crazy stuff or just asking questions or playing Shatner's bassoon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds, sounds worse than it probably is. <laughs> I don't know. It probably is worse than it sounds. <laughs> and don't forget, cake is a made-up drug. Yes, it certainly is. Um, 
And in the meantime, here's something very special. Oh, by the way, the next podcast will be another fascinating interview by Toby Haydoke. Bye for now. Bye. Just had to quickly add this one. Someone's tweeted in to say, can you provide a five-dimensional flowchart to refer to when listening to the wrong doctors? <laughs> Great fun, but brain hurts now. I think Matt Fitton's got one, hasn't he? Yes. And that's from James Archimandrite. Of course it is. <laughs> that's what it says. <laughs> it's his actual real name. <laughs> James at the DWP. Oh, that's the Doctor Who podcast. Oh, hello. On which I featured. Did you know that? No. I was on the Doctor Who podcast recently because they, they interviewed me when I was in Chicago. I'm fading so, this out. So if you want to hear more of me, you won't know because I'm being faded out. <laughs>